Good morning. Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Like music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. I have something that I want you to hear. Okay. Have you ever heard of, <coughs> I want to get this name right, Garth Brooks? Yeah, I think I know the guy. Garth, I don't know how you pronounce it. Anyway, he is looking at a re- residency in Vegas, and I don't know where he's doing it. He's not doing it in the sphere, is he? YouTube's he's a the Caesars sphere. guy. He's a Caesars guy. All right, so with his uh, Caesars residency, he was talking to CMT, the CMT Hot 20 Countdown. Donna, that could be you. You can do <laughs> I'm that. I'm good. I'm fine. All right, fine. Uh, but anyway, they were uh, talking to him about, A, what's what's going to be new with this residency and who he would like to collab with. But I bet you'd rather hear this story come from Garth Brooks himself as opposed to me. Is that correct? Yes. So let's hear from Garth. In Las Vegas with Garth Brooks, you promise a one-of-a-kind experience at the shows tonight. Does that unpredictability energize you? Does it scare you ever? Keep going. All that stuff. <laughs> All, of those All the good things, right? And when I promise something, I'm promising it to me. Mm-hmm. Because if I can do a one-of-a-show for one-of-a-kind show for me, I know it'll be a one-of-a-kind show for the people watching. Yeah. So I think that's fun. Uh, there's a there's a funny line in a song about this guy that drinks a little bit too much and he talks about dancing, which he doesn't dance. And he says this line, I was showing off moves I'd never seen before. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I've heard that tonight, before. Right? <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to go out and I want to do things that surprises me. Surprises all of us. I want to surprise those guys that I've been traveling the world with for decades. Yeah. I want them to be surprised too, that I know those people in the seats will be. And who do you hope to maybe bring out with you once or twice? Oh my gosh, I, you know, there's, Adele's here, oh. uh, you know, which is unbelievable in the same in the same room. Mm. Um, uh, you know, Sting's here in the same room. Hell, we all grew up with that stuff. Um, you know, a big James Taylor fan uh, around the NFR, if straight, whatever. But I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. These are my dream uh, kind of gigs, guys. But try to remember, I'm married to one of the greatest singers on the planet. Yes, you are. And this is a room for singers. I don't know why I'm here, but this is a room for singers. She will tear this room up because it's built for singing. The sound doesn't bounce around. It just goes straight from the singer to your soul, and, and she'll kill it here. Make sure you guys come see so Garth there you Brooks. go. There's Garth Brooks talking on CMT Hot 20 Countdown. But the first thing I was taken by, the headline is, who does he want to collab with? Will we ever hear sure. Garth and Adele together? But before we get to that, what a what a great interview he is you know it's just oh, like yeah. he's, he's, just he's there to play the stuff whatever you bring he's gonna play along yeah he's he a pro when it comes to that type of thing and and as you know having interviewed these people many times they're not all pros and many of them come in like crap i gotta do this and he is a guy at the top of his game who just feels like he really understands this is a yep. part of it might yep. not be my favorite part of it but it's a part of it so i'm gonna give all i can to each of these interviews and they understand that now in the world of you might not be the biggest outlet that you right. identify, but, and I'm not saying this about CMT, but it could be anybody on that, on the red carpet line. Yeah. And it's like, hey, this could go viral for a variety of reasons. Yeah. This could get shared. So just yeah. give everybody the goods. That's it. Who would you like to see him collab with? When he mentions Adele. Oh, I mean, 
Adele comes to and now that he said it and she's there and she's accessible. Yeah, right. That would be amazing. That be cool? Oh, well, and all those acts that he was listing, they're all playing at Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. Right. If they had a Caesar's Palace Coliseum All-Star moment. Oh, oh my gosh. How big that must be a really big room. It's not that big. I mean, it's big, but it's not that big. Wonder how, what, what how the does, capacity is, the the uh, the seating capacity, because that's one of the cool things about a Vegas residency, right? Is you don't get lost it's in an arena or a super stadium. Big. It's a, more of a theater, and yet it's a smaller venue, but the theatrics and the production value is, is next level. Four thousand, just oh, a little oh, over wow. four thousand. That's folks. like two Mystic Lakes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I am confused. So they're all doing a residency. At the same place at the same time. Well, they rotate mm-hmm. often. So on. this weekend so, will be Garth. Yeah. That weekend will be Sting. Right. Right. Then okay. here comes Adele. What a nightmare for the production crew. Right. <laughs> oh, they're tearing it down, setting it up, but it keeps them busy and keeps them working. So I'm sure they're happy That's about that. That's true. That but yeah, you true. wonder if they have any. You know, sometimes you'll hear about actors who, well, we share the same agent. This happens with athletes too. We share the same agent. So it made getting that deal done a little bit easier. Would the actual venue common ground make it easier for garth to be like hey adele let's let's surprise fans at each other's shows yes oh my gosh that would be amazing yes listen and i can speak very i think credibly and i might even say authoritatively about concerts because i just went to one hollywood you were gone i went to brooks and dunn oh my goodness are you just are you wearing stetson's yeah, it's all a, a hat and yeah. Sorry about my butt hanging out at work, guys, but I'm chaps guy now. Oh boy! All right, so I got chaps on. Country. I was and there Western. with Donna. I learned about Brooks and Dunn. Didn't know a single one of their songs. Okay, you know Boot Scoot and no, Boogie. That was the, that was song seventeen out of eighteen. I stayed for eleven of the songs, and those eleven songs, there wasn't one that even rang a little bell in my mind. But I liked them all. I was like, these guys are great, man. That place was on. Fire when they came out mm-hmm. and they they hit the guitar, strummed it for the first time, and started singing. This place, and I didn't know Holly when I was there that this was their reunion tour that they had broken up, hadn't toured in a long time, and mm-hmm. so I was like, that makes sense because people were jazzed. Yeah, when we did the um, bids for kids before, I mean, we announced it, and we were told, forget it, it's already sold out yeah. mm-hmm. online. Like, people were standing by waiting to eat up these tickets. And as you well know, and I've come to learn, the Twin Cities has such a diehard country music fan base. Uh, absolutely. Where it seems like these acts who come through really enjoy coming up to Minnesota because they know the fans are just going to be great at these concerts. That's why we have so many festivals. Country Fest, Country Jam, Windstock, Wee yeah. Fest, so many. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing, Steve. Fiddle Fest. Fiddle Fest, <laughs> if only that were a thing. And, and you know what? Since you said that, a lot of great fiddle players who play with some of these um, huge country artists, mm-hmm. these, you know, um, headliners, come from Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. How about that? It's a thing. Kenny Chesney's fiddle player is from Minnesota. Shout out to Nick. Hi, Nick. Um, there's, um, I think someone who played in Trisha Yearwood's band was from Minnesota. Trisha Yearwood's guy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Can't remember your name, but you're awesome. Anyway, yeah. What's a uh, and Thomas? a lot of farmers. 
Yeah. With a lot of farmers who listen. Yeah. Um, what's a Thomas Rhett song that you think I should learn so I could sing along to it? Because I'm going to another country music concert because that's all they send me to because I have to go to whatever concerts they think would make the most sense for Donna. And so I'm going to a Thomas Rhett one at the end of July with you, D-Bone. Um, I think you'd like Die a Happy Man. Okay. Um, let's Didn't see. I already see Thomas Rhett? You sure did, Steve. Doesn't he have a father who sings? He does. What's his in name? In fact, I interviewed his father many times uh, in the day. His name is Red Akins. That's right. He's got the first name and Thomas has the last name. Right. Okay. That's fun. So his name is Thomas Rhett Aikens. I like that. All right. We'll take a break. All right. Uh, when we come back, iPhone will finally fix this bleeping problem. This ducking problem. Donna! <laughs> uh, we'll tell you about that. Oh, and then if we have time for it, we'll get into this quick little, if you want to evaluate the friendships in your life, um, there's a two beers and a puppy test. We'll explain what that is and how it works when we come back and start. And Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Boy, it's all going on there. Oh, what a night you could have if you headed out to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. How about the main stage? Jersey Boys, baby. It's such an incredible journey. It takes you behind the scenes and behind the making of the insanely fun music that made Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. It's a fantastic summertime night out with dinner and a show. You take that package, which I would highly suggest. It's just great. Uh, it's just a fantastic show. You, it was on, It's on Broadway, but now you can see it right here in your own backyard at Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Also, Chan has a great concert series as well. Coming up, it's Power Ballads. Remember like the, the 80s? Big hair bands. Well, these are the final performances for Power Ballad, so don't miss it. Also, tributes to Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Garth Brooks, aforementioned, Gladys Knight, and tons more. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, dishing out laughs every Friday and Saturday night. Chan Asin Dinner Theater is always entertaining you. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You ever... Um, Try writing something, texting something to someone, and it keeps auto-correcting it no matter how many times. Yes. You, you know, like I did this once with, I was trying to call the Vikings the Vikes. And I'd be like, hey, do you have tickets? Can you get me tickets to the Vikes? And it would say the Bikes. Mm. And I'd correct it again. Not really knowing that you're supposed to go, you know, to the far left where it's in quotes. Do you know what I'm saying? No. To choose Vikes. Oh, you mean those little options that they give you down at the bottom? Yes. And I'm Sometimes like, they don't give you the right option, though. I know. Rude. Rudeness. Anyway, well, that also happens with another word that it keeps autocorrecting to the word duck, if you know what I'm saying. Girl. Like, if you say, um, bleep it, it will write duck it. Or if you say, like, <laughs> no bleeping way, it would say no ducking way. Correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apple says they have new AI power technology to help fix that problem. So here is what Apple's senior vice president of software engineering, Craig, hey, Craig. Fettergehe, oh, I doubt that, says right. about the upgrade. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. He's going to need that technology there. <laughs> hey, that's a typo. It's also getting more capable with refreshed design to better support you as you type.
And in those moments where you just want to type a ducking word, well, the keyboard will learn it too. That's it. That's fun. That's it. There's your whole story. I will say, Apple, you know, listen, they're giving us this $3,500 Apple Vision Pro headset, which is like, ditch all your computers, just wear ski goggles now, and you're in Minority Report. Okay. That's great. I am happy that they are, and this is a funny way to address it, I really hope that the typing has gotten better, because right now, and Tim Cook, if you're listening, and we reasonably believe he listens, your typing sucks on iPhones. It and it has gotten strangely progressively worse. Unless my thumbs have gotten fatter. What do you mean? It sucks when you type things. Here, let the, me tell, I'm going to send something. The to wrong you right letters now. are typing out. Uh the keyboard sensitivity seems to have changed in a bad way. It's autocorrect is always annoying. The voice to text oh, even is worse. really lacking these are things that give me hope that in fact the robots won't win the war against humanity is if the same robots that work on autocorrect and voice to text are sure. there we got a chance yeah do you type with your thumbs let me see i think so. i only type with my right index finger that's it um here i'll i do my thumbs yeah you do yeah fascinating which one do you type with just my index finger. Just one of them. Yep. I used to be, a, I think I used to do that. I wonder what that says about a person. Um, how, well, you, how you type. Yeah, and if you're a two-thumb typer or a one-finger typer. Yeah. I mean, there are some natural conclusions that people would probably stereotypically draw. You like know. you're old. Yeah, or, yeah, like you're doing, it's almost like a give that person a keyboard and are they just going to peck them in one sure. at a time? Sure, see now, I can... I can type on a keyboard and like I can't. 58 words a minute, probably. Okay, easy. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Update your LinkedIn on your own time, okay? She's <laughs> <laughs> what a But I don't, even ha- I don't even have to look at the keyboard to type. I do. That's amazing to me. I could be looking at a piece of paper and just no copying it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Did you not take a typing class? It was a bullcrap thing. I did Oregon Trail. It sucked. I don't know what those words are. Oregon Trail. What does that mean? Oregon Trail. I don't know what 
You never played Oregon Trail? Oh, you mean you were playing a game instead of taking a class? That's right. Oh. <laughs> it was not. We did, We needed, I needed the, the jazz instructor, J.K. Simmons, from that movie. The drumming movie. The drumming one. Whiplash. Steve, you're Whiplash. wasting your time playing number munchers. Yes. Uh-oh. And instead, so wait, but done? you were mm-hmm. in a typing class, but not paying attention is what you're saying. You could argue that, but I, I would also argue that the teacher did not hold us to a high standard. I see. I believe it was sixth grade that this was happening. Oh, I was in high school already. Uh, all I know yeah. is, every, listen to me when I say this, every email that I type from a computer is a labor. A labor for me. It's a, it's really? a laborious task. Steve, let's get you a typing class. Oh, yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be a fun project? Uh-huh. It, it will change to your life. Type. Because oh. if you can just go... Yeah, exactly like that. Do you think now... Are you using one finger when you're typing? No, but see these three fingers that I'm holding up right now, my left hand, my middle ring and pinky fingers have never, to my knowledge, when I'm actually just sitting around, unless I'm intentionally trying it, have never struck a key before. They're on alert. They're my defense team, my security guards. They stay up What are you on using alert. to type? I use my finger here. Let me type right now. So this I is fascinating. Oh, so, we'll how do you, so how do you shift, Steve? Because you use... You press the oh, shift key with, with your, your pinky. pinky. No, no, no. I no. You press your shift key with your left index finger. Oh, you. And then with your other index finger, you find out whatever you're trying to shift. Time. It to. This is fascinating. We need to uh, take. So get, here, I'm gonna yeah. type here. Wow. Do See, you know how to write in cursive? Here, come over here. Come over here, real All right, quick. Everyone, we, I'm we walking like over. Right. Here goes He's gonna come over, and I'm uh-huh. going to explain. I'm just gonna write up in the search bar. So this is how I type. Explain what you're seeing with my left and right. Oh boy. You're using. Oh. Three fingers on your right hand and just your index finger is what I see. Yes. So. And you're looking for the letter. Absolutely. Every time it's like a search and find. It makes you feel accomplished when you find the letter. But that is my left index finger, my right index finger, my right middle finger. Thumbs, you could cut them off. You could cut off my (laughs) left three fingers. I would type the same exact speed. It is really troubling. My question is. Am I too old to learn this? No. no. Muscle memory style? No. no. You, and especially because you could play guitar. Yes. Yeah. So you know how to use your hands and your mind. And yeah, I've got just, some dexterity there that maybe could like be built up. And it's like second nature. Yeah, That's you just typing have is. to build the muscle memory and you have to have the discipline to follow through with the lesson on building the muscle memory. What's right. a good typing class that I could take online? I think you we know? should see if there's a... T- teacher out there no no we're not doing some television story no Bert's not coming to my house and like (laughs) piano lesson style saying take me to your keyboard learn to type online here we go but if I did you know I bet if I even did 10 minutes a day hmm you would start to get better but can you imagine guys I use three fingers Holly do you use your thumbs well, to hit yeah, a space bar? Yeah, of course. Oh my god! Yeah, of I, I, took a, I took a whole typing class. Yeah. for a semester in, in high school. The only time I ever hit the space bar is with my right index finger. What? You're supposed to use your thumb. Yeah. Unbelievable. Typing.com is the best free online tutorial right. for you. Thank you. We'd like to uh, measure your progress as mm-hmm. we go. Summer uh, school. Right now, we need a caller on the line to play the College of Pop Culture knowledge. Hey guys, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union. You know what? Spire has loans for pretty much any purpose. Like if you want a new deck, maybe you need uh, to take out a loan to do something else at your home. How about a newer used vehicle? 
Fire offers low rates so you can get more car for your money, not to mention extended warranty plans that they offer with better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealers. Spire's been around since the 1930s, and they love to give back to the community. In the month of June, Spire is teaming up with champion wrestler Gable Stevenson to collect shoes and clothing for patients at Regions Hospital who are unhoused or have limited resources. And you can donate items um, at any location, and this allows these patients to leave the hospital in comfort and with dignity. Uh, most needed items this time of year, tennis shoes, flip-flops. Uh, you could find out more at myspire.com. Um, they are an equal housing opportunity lender. Don't forget. Hello. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna. It's Steve. Uh, we are joined temporarily by Mike the Zamboni. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Let's play. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're going to find out for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Of course, the score is Donna 61 wins after the results of yesterday, Steve 59. So a two-point lead for Donna. Donna. Hey. Sorry, I didn't know my mic was on. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You two know anything about Oklahoma? Nope. Nope. Well, uh, it's National Oklahoma Day. All the right. state or the, sh- the 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 play? The state. I know a couple of artists. Oh, don't say ha- anything. You might who want. are from oh, that state? So ooh. that might help me. Oh, that might be a little advantage. We'll find out. Yeah. Again, it's National Oklahoma Day, and today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge is all Oklahoma themed, and we've got uh, Janie on to play with us. Hey, Janie. Hi, Janie. Hi. How are you? We're doing great. Where are you calling from? Uh, Minneapolis. Oh, nice, yeah, right? Me. Say, eat it, St. Paul. <laughs> eat it, St. Paul. Yeah, Steve, that felt good. We're in St. Paul. I know, oh, but, sorry. you know, Minneapolis feels this way. Are we? Saint Maybe Paul. we're in Minneapolis because our building is built like half on. Half yeah, on. I think we're in St. Paul right now, and I think we'll eat lunch in Minneapolis Got downstairs okay. in the calf. It's weird. <laughs> so weird. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Janie, it's nice to have you here. Uh, the topic today is Oklahoma. My sister's name is Janie, so in many ways, Janie, you feel to me like family, and I would love it if you and I partnered in this together today. That being said, you also have the choice of choosing Donna. Who would you like to team up with, Donna or Steve? I think I want to help you get a win, Steve. Thanks, Janie. What a nice Get out of here, Donna. Fine. My favorite part is all the people that she just enraged by picking you. That's so good. That's right. Even when I'm losing, (laughs) people just get so mad. We found out there's a whole group that just... Are furious. Yeah, it's like a subreddit out there mm-hmm. that they just all talk to each other. All right, Janie, you're going on hold. Donna stepped aside as well. Steve, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right. Again, the theme today, it's Oklahoma pop culture, National Oklahoma Day. Let's get it started with this one. Born in Duncan, Oklahoma, this child actor in the 60s became a household name in the 70s and went on to become one of the biggest directors in the business, guiding the films Cinderella Man, Apollo 13, and The Da Vinci Code. Ron Howard. Two of People Magazine's Sexiest Men Alive were born in Oklahoma. Name one of them. George Clooney. Set in Oklahoma, this 1996 disaster epic film featured a complicated love story between Joe and Bill as they both chased their true obsession. Twister. Go to number two again. Two of the People Magazine's Sexiest Men Alive were born in Oklahoma. Name one. Hmm. Clooney feels like he could be one. 
And he's been named it a couple times. I'm going to go. Clooney could be Brad Pitt. No, he was in, not in Oklahoma. Oh, was he? Crap. All right. We're going to bring Janie back in here. Janie, you heard the answers that Steve just gave us. How'd you feel about him? Uh, I just don't know about number two, but, you know, think about Clooney back in the uh, Facts of Life days. He looks like an Oklahoma guy, doesn't he? I think Steve must have feel that way as well because uh, that's what he went with. So, all right, you feel good about the other two though? Yeah. Awesome. We'll put you back on hold and we'll bring Donna in to see Donna! how she can do. Sorry about that, guys. That was unprofessional. Excuse me. I'll do it's it okay. Again. Donna. <laughs> all right, she's coming coming closer. Hey, D Bone. Oh, look, she just came in with a little tiny pathetic cup of water. Meanwhile, I'm Aww. on my second 40 ounce Stanley mug filled with water of the day, and I have to pee. So bad. How'd you do? <laughs> Two out of three and maybe, maybe three out of three if we got lucky. <sighs> okay. Okay. How are you feeling, Donnie? You ready? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. All right, we'll find out. Here we go. Again, it is uh, National Oklahoma Day, and it's all uh, Oklahoma-themed for uh, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We'll start it off with this one. Born in Duncan, Oklahoma, this child actor in the 60s became a household name in the 70s and has gone on to be one of the biggest directors in the business, guiding the film Cinderella Man, Apollo 13, and The Da Vinci Code. That is uh, Ron Howard. Two of People Magazine's Sexiest Men Alive were born in Oklahoma. Name one. What year? Doesn't. Garth Brooks. Set in Oklahoma, this 1996 (laughs) epic disaster film features a complicated love story between Joe and Bill as they both chase their true obsession. Uh, uh, oh boy, Joe and Bill chasing. Can you repeat that? Set in Oklahoma, this 1996 disaster epic featured uh, a complicated love story between Joe and Bill as they both chase their true obsession. Twister? All right, let's now, run. Now, it's a film or a TV show? Film. Epic disaster film. Yep. All right, Twister. We'll run through these answers. Start off on the first one, because you both felt very confident about Ron Howard. And, of course, you're both right. Yeah! Started woo! off as Opie, became Richie, yes. and then directed some of the greatest movies ever. Yes. So, Ron Howard, born in Duncan, Oklahoma. We'll move on to the last one. Set in Oklahoma, this 1996 epic disaster film featured a complicated love story between Joe and Bill as they both chased their true obsession. Steve convincingly said Twister. Donna reluctantly said Twister. They're both right. Yeah! Nicely done. Thank you. Joe being Helen Hunt's character and Bill, of course, Bill Paxton. So They uh, were there. All right. We'll go through this next one. Two of the People magazine's Sexiest Men Alive were both born in Oklahoma. Or two of them were born in Oklahoma. Name one of those two. The one you could have said was Blake Shelton. Mm. He was named Sexiest Man Alive, and he was born in Oklahoma. Yeah, he was. As... Was Brad Pitt. Oh. Dang it. Now, you probably are thinking, he grew up in Springfield. We've heard that story from Don. Yes, Yes, he did grow up there, but he was born in Oklahoma before moving with his family to Springfield, Missouri. I right around that name, too, but I went with Clooney. You went with Clooney, you went with Garth, but uh, that means we're going to a tiebreaker. Oh, man. Janie, are you back with us? All right, you ready to play the tiebreaker along with us? Let's do it. All right, if you uh, yell at your name, I will stop reading the question. You'll have an opportunity to answer. Your name is your buzzer. Again, National Oklahoma Day. Let us do the tiebreaker. Arguably the most successful person to come from a reality singing competition. This Steve. Steve. Carrie Underwood. 
Carrie Underwood is correct. Yes! She's uh, from Muskogee, and she's won eight Emmys, sixteen, or excuse me, eight Grammys, sixteen ACM awards, nine CMA awards, and uh, yeah, she's had a little bit of success. Oh, good for you, Donna. Donna. Hey, uh, Janie, you want to tell Donna to eat it? <laughs> eat it, Donna. Okay, yeah, fine. Yes. Good job, guys. All right, good Janie, job, stay on the line. Thank you so much. Uh, Miguel's gonna help you. And ask you a personal question about your shirt size. <laughs> bye, okay, bye, Janie. That was exciting. You know, the bait there was Kelly Clarkson, right? It was like, hey, are you going to... That felt She's like it. She's a Texas girl. I don't know why I remembered that about uh, Carrie, Carrie Underwood. Underwood. Good one. Man. I was waiting for Ariba, Garth. Yeah. They're both you, from Oklahoma. When you said Garth, you know, these last couple of days, you have gotten answers in on the buzzer. It's been very dramatic. It takes my brain a couple of seconds to catch up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like think I'm, it's really hard with that timer. We've determined that as long as you are have an answer started when the buzzer is sounding, yeah. you can complete that. And so you've you've used every little last second of the dun, 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 at the end, mm-hmm. which has made it really dramatic. I'm proud of you, Donna. Thanks, no, no, Steve. don't go. Don't Fine. go. Fine. Do you want to do a tip? Uh, yeah, sure. This is a quick one. You don't All even right, need to yeah, play. Like Everybody. There you go. There are, this upcoming weekend, free adoptions this weekend at the Minneapolis Animal Care and Control. What do you mean? The, well, I guess I was just looking at an adoption fee at, for a hound dog you that's $500. That. I was wondering if you were looking ahead at the story or if you were just like perusing. I know you like the to look at adoptable animals. You know animals. how people look at houses. Yes. I look at dogs. Um, yeah. Anyone interested in adopting can visit the shelter at Minneapolis Animal Care and Control. They're waiving adoption fees this weekend during their Clear the Shelter event. It will happen uh, Friday from 1 p.m. until 5 p.m. And Saturday between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. It's okay. going to happen at 212 17th Avenue North in Minneapolis. It's called Minneapolis Animal Care and Control. That's pretty cool, huh? Very cool. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of these um, adoptable animals come from animal control. The last um, dog that I had, mm-hmm. Lauren. 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 Okay. Uh, she was at animal control and she wasn't doing well there. So her foster took her out of there. And then when did you have a dog named Lauren? I had that little pit bull. When? Oh you my- sure this wasn't a fever dream? Oh my God, Steve. Are you being serious I right now? I'm being serious right now. I'm seriously worried about you. I'm worried about you. Cause you think you lived with a dog for a while. How long <laughs> did you have this dog? I only had the dog for a week. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why it didn't Mike, last. do you remember me having a dog for a week? I was temp fostering. Yeah, I remember that. A little Came pit for a little bit. Yeah, you had the pit bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot. What was the name again? Lauren. Lauren, Lauren yes. <laughs> Just call her Lou. It's easier. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, good talking to you. Um, well, listen, I'm just telling you that I want people out there who are looking for their own Adopt-A-Lauren event. That's what they should call it. All dogs named Lauren. Wouldn't that be fun? so fun so many fun things out there (laughs) also i learned this there is a uh if you are a nerd and you're a tree or plant nerd yeah 
I had a friend over last night who's a doctor, humble brag. Oh, boy. And he has a plant identifier app on his oh, phone. me too. He pays $30 a year for it. Okay. And he said, but I like love plants and all that. And so I just thought I should have this. And we went into the backyard and we're identifying plants. And then there was a random tree that had grown a couple yards over. And the person said, we never planted that tree. It just grew. And now it's all big. It's a cottonwood, but it's it's a female cottonwood because it doesn't spread its cotton. Oh, interesting. Thanks, Steve. Yesterday on the show. Oh, the is movie, it Plant Parent? No, it's I. It's a, the Plant Identifier app. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one, too. Okay, thank um, you. How about this? We're, we're up against the clock. When we come back, there was a listener who pointed out a funny moment that we thought we should play back from yesterday's episode. So we'll do that. And then Donna's got some subtle signs that a restaurant is good. Yeah, according to BuzzFeed, anyway. It's a fun list. All right, we'll dig into that. That one, we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my mental any questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. We is back. Zana and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. So you got some kind of email? I saw a tweet yesterday. Oh, it was a tweet. And the, uh, the tweet, it read, boob child. Listening to Donna <laughs> and Zamboni's response wins the day. Please make that a soundbite. So for context, we'll play this here in a moment. For context, you said something, and I was just trying to say, boo child. Just, you know, I call myself Pappy, oh. all these weird things. But then I was went back and listened to it after I saw this tweet. And I was in my, this is not going to be as funny to everybody now, but I was in my office laughing so hard, thinking, uh, if you listen closely to me say boob child, but then listen to Donna, Mike, Donna, they're just small little verbal responses. <laughs> I found this enjoyable. Here was yesterday. Uh, Steve? Hey there, boob child. Oh, wait. Oh, I think he, I think it cut off too quick. Uh, Steve? Hey there, boob child. Hey, I, what? what? Hang on, first of all, let's just walk this back. In case that sounds now, just as a drop, save somewhere. I did not mean to call you boob child. I said this on the record, but the fact that you heard it and then the, hey, and Mike, just under his breath, is my mic still on? I did not mean to call you boob. Okay, thank you. I, I appreciate apologize that. for what I've done to decrease the overall value of this show. It's fine. I'm you don't used care to it. anymore. No, if you can't beat them, join them. That's right, Donna. That's where I'm at. Anyway, uh, thank you for that trip down memory <laughs> lane. 
You're welcome, Donna. BuzzFeed put out a list of telltale signs that a restaurant is good. This is according to people who love to eat. Maybe you'd like to add to it. You could give us a call, 651-641-1071. Let's start with this one. If it's busy on a Monday night, because that's the quietest night of the week to eat out. How to tell if a restaurant is good. Uh, When it comes to finding great food abroad, go where English is spoken less. In Rome, instead of eating next to the tourist spots, go a few blocks away to where people stop speaking English. Hmm. You know, my brother and his wife have friends who live in Rome, and they went last year and stayed with them, and they ate at the same place Every day. And it was just this little hole in the wall restaurant. And they were like, the food was so good. We didn't even want to go anywhere else. Oh, I love that. That's And the people that, who work there now know who they are. Right. You know, they started, you know, having this relationship. And there are two ways to explore cuisine when you're traveling. You can, Most of us just go restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. But I guess if you fall in love with the joint, you're going to be in that city for a few days. You can just explore their menu. Yeah. I love it. Let's try something else. What else does the chef recommend? Exactly. Uh, when it comes to Japanese restaurants, one Reddit user said, uh, so many places have huge extensive menus, but in their opinion, the simpler the sushi, the better it's going to taste. There's a place up the block, he says, where they only serve very basic rolls, and it's some of the best sushi he's ever tried. Hmm. If you see the restaurant staff eating the food especially bits of leftovers during service. Take it, uh, this is coming from a career chef that says, we see and make the same food day in and day out. If the staff is still excited to eat it, that's always a great sign. Yeah. I like getting an honest response when you ask your server, what do you recommend? Or, if hey, it's down to these, I'm down to these three things. And if you catch the right person who is not just trying to be a yes man or woman for, oh, they're all great. Yeah, right. Yes, they're like, I oh, agree with you. You know what? If you're asking me, I that's a little that. overhyped. This is great. I love yeah. that kind of a response. However, they also might be trying to push the other stuff because. They want the higher price. Or it's sitting back there and. Nobody's ordering it. That's awfully cynical. Sorry. Um, if you order order your food and the person serving up yells at the chef in their native language, you know the food's going to be good. What? I don't know. This person is Indian, and it's the trick that this person uses to differentiate between good Indian restaurants and bad ones. Really? Yeah. Uh, when you walk into a restaurant, do a quick scan of the tables that are finishing up their meals. If they're smiling, not talking because they're too busy eating most of their plates and seem to be enjoying themselves, that's a sign that it's a good choice. Sure. That's like reading people at this point. Yeah, I get that, though. Clean menu and a clean table and always a tidy bathroom. A lot of people wash their hands before they eat. Um, Yeah, before. Yeah. uh, How many tonight? How many for your reservation? Two. All right, I'm going to go check the bathroom. You look at these three right, tables, check right. everybody's countenance. Um, I heard somebody say this is not about restaurants, but check your contractor's truck before deciding what contractor you're going to go with for your home project. Yeah. Go out and look oh. at their truck because if they keep it neat and tidy, that's a good idea about how the 
project is going to be tidy up. and orderly and, and clean and all that kind of stuff. I don't... Do you really think that's true? Because a lot of times, people who do something for a living don't really always do it at their own house. The cobbler's kids have no shoes. Right. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, if a restaurant has a focused one-page menu... This is what Gordon Ramsay always wants that's restaurants a good sign. to do. I kind of agree with it. I get overwhelmed when I have too many choices. Cheesecake Factory. Thank you. Great food, though. And one of my favorite books I've ever read, their menu. <laughs> it's it is. It's like a bad resume. It's like I don't need to. I don't need this. I don't need this. Let's stay focused, people. It also means their line cooks have become specialists and can usually nail all the dishes listed. Yes. Yeah, so when you Order the Branzino. It's good. It's high quality. They don't have to focus on, hey, grab something from that shelf that we haven't cooked in a week because no one ordered. It's just nice. It's one page. Be great at a few things instead of mediocre at a bunch of things. I agree. If you walk into a restaurant that serves food from a different country and most people in there working and dining are from that country, that could mean you're about to have an awesome meal. What are we doing? Asking to see people's papers at this point? I know, right? Uh, so, were if, you born here or were you born in China? I'm just trying to figure out how authentic this Chinese food is going to be. <laughs> if you could just tell me that, please. Ask where the oysters come from. If your server knows, that's a great sign. If they don't know, you don't want them. Asking where the seafood comes from. Like, hey, where do you guys get your seafood? Okay. That's not a bad tip. I've never thought of that one. I've always been okay with seafood anywhere. Some people, you're in Indiana. I'll order sushi, salmon, whatever. But other people, if they're in a landlocked state, they don't like to eat seafood because, because they feel frozen. the transport yes. has been too risky. Yep. Also, if a restaurant closes two days a week. Good sign. It's a very, yes, it's very rare for restaurant staff to have regular days off and a sense of routine. And if a restaurant doesn't allow substitutions and makes note of that policy on the menu, it usually means the chef is confident in his or her cooking and can really trust the menu. You can trust the menu as it is. Thank you. Have you taken stock recently of how much value you've brought to the Twin Cities? I'm about to. That was a heck of a segment, Donna. And if it smells delicious when you walk in. And people of all different ages dining. That's a good sign. Okay. Any more? Stick to one type of cuisine. If if it's one type of cuisine, oh, yes. Wow. This is a real Minnesota goodbye for this segment. I mean, oh, I, was I figured like, we have another 20 seconds. She wrapped it up and then she just dropped three on us. If a, a server gets genuinely four. excited when talking about the menu. Okay. All right. Now we're good at like freshly the baked front bread. Door. That's good. <laughs> now somebody's uh, propping the front door open. The other person is near their car now. All right. That's Meanwhile, fine. the kids are losing their ever loving minds in the van. If it's a fish tank, look at it. If it's clean, you can bet the kitchen is clean as well. I'm going to go. That's Now the person has walked up to the car yep. window. And one more thing. Right. And then they call you from the car on the yeah. way home. All right, bye. All right, that's great.